0: it's november 14th and time for social and six
1: in the same fortnight that elon musk's twitter sale went through let that sink in there were lots of updates throughout the rest of the social landscape
0: we'll be going over the big ones today including the latest on twitter verifications snapchat's new commerce deal and changes to youtube channels
1: and if you find this useful let us know by leaving a review on apple podcasts or spotify now without further ado Let's get started.
0: First up today, has to be Elon Musk's Twitter takeover has brought a lot of changes already. Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter, and I'm sure none of you have escaped the headlines. He was forced into paying $44 billion, he laid off a huge amount of the staff, and he's changed his mind multiple times on what his plans actually are for the platform. So take everything you hear with a pinch of salt, but we're going to do our best to update you on the latest. Now, after tweeting that he hated ads and wanted them all gone, he then said he aspires to make Twitter the most respected advertising platform in the world and that users should choose their experience according to their preferences. He also stated that Twitter ads should be as relevant as possible to the needs of the viewer, arguing low-relevancy ads are spam, but highly relevant ads are actually content. As if advertisers don't know that already. The other big thing has been the blue ticks, the no ticks, then the grey ticks. Twitter was working on a new Twitter blue tier, costing a monthly fee of $19.99. Then the subscription plan was priced at $7.99, but it will not roll out yet. What we do know, the grey ticks have been canned. They're now working on a label for blue ticks that lets users know if the verification was paid for through Twitter blue.
1: Yeah, so now it's official. Musk's attempt to reassure advertisers that business will at the very least continue as normal and at the most, give advertisers sophisticated tools to deliver highly personalized ads. What remains to be seen though, is how it will be received by users in today's post-cookie landscape. Plus, Elon's possible plan to relax some content moderation policies could put brand safety at risk. So whatever the future of Twitter's advertising looks like, it'll need to ensure it delivers for all parties. Next up, Snapchat partners with e-commerce platform, BigCommerce.
0: Snapchat's big commerce partnership means merchants, aka brands and retailers, can integrate their product catalogs into Snapchat. You'll need the Snapchat for BigCommerce app to get started, which is available in BigCommerce's channel manager. From there, you can place the Snap Pixel, sync up your product catalogs, and run Snapchat ad campaigns optimized for online store visits, purchases, and retargeting. The Snapchat for BigCommerce app is currently only available in the US, but it will be expanding into more markets in the new year.
1: So what can you do as a big commerce merchant on Snapchat? Well, for a start, tap into Snapchat's 363 million daily active user base and optimize ad campaigns and events with SnapPixels to track conversions and measure return on ad spend. You can also use Pixel custom audiences to retarget and convert Snapchatters that have already browsed your website. Remember, warm audiences are always welcome. And ensure you track campaign performance across all ad accounts, gaining insight into metrics and audience engagement to guarantee your campaigns meet their goals.
0: Now over to Meta, which wants Facebook and Instagram to be the go-tos for your next NFT drop. Meta has announced a bunch of creator updates to the platform as part of its creator week. So first up, there's a new NFT toolkit coming that lets people buy and sell collectibles directly in the Facebook app. And it now supports the Solana blockchain and Phantom Wallet. Meta's also working on video collectibles. Over at Instagram, fan subscriptions are rolling out to all creators in the US who have more than 10,000 followers after being tested since January. Subscriptions let creators charge monthly fees to followers in return for exclusive live streams, posts, stories, and badges. Finally, there are updates to creator tipping features, including gifts for Instagram Reels and expanded access to stars for Facebook Reels creators.
1: So here's what Meta's enhanced creator opportunities mean for brands. Meta's moving the next stage of NFT integration with video collectibles, more ways to own and code a digital asset, and an end-to-end process for buying and selling. Now, this is something that's typically been quite messy in the past. The hopes that Meta's creators will lead the eventual metaverse shift, hence the enhanced monetization opportunities that keep them producing content and earning revenue across its platforms. Meta slowly popularizing collectibles gives its platform the infrastructure to support brands creating and selling NFTs of their own. When done right, it's a big opportunity to offer your fans a truly unique, community-enhancing experience. Could this be the second coming of the NFT hype? Moving on, you can finally schedule Instagram posts in the app.
0: You might remember we told you about this update a few months ago, back when it was still in testing. But now Instagram has officially announced native post scheduling. The feature's getting rolled out to all professional accounts right now, so keep your eyes peeled for it if you don't have it already. It supports single feed posts, carousels, and reels, which can all be scheduled up to 75 days in advance. To schedule a post, just tap Advanced Settings, then toggle on Schedule this post. You can set a date and a time, obviously, and then just hit Schedule. You can manage and reschedule all of these posts under a new Scheduled Content tab.
1: Yeah, another win for social media managers who can now post content in advance with Meta's Creator Studio and third-party social media management tools. But this marks Instagram's first native scheduling tool. Instagram's update makes social media management easier by centralizing scheduling support. Plus, non-native scheduling comes with caveats like fees or restrictions on what formats are supported. Make sure to convert your account to professional on Instagram for free to access the update and expect stories to be supported soon. SMMs might finally be getting their weekends back.
0: Now YouTube's update makes it easier for your subscribers to find more of what they like. So many video products, so little tabs. YouTube is cleaning house to make the user journey simpler for people and has announced it will separate YouTube Shorts, live streams and bog-standard channel uploads on all channel pages. So there will be three permanent tabs. The Shorts tab, where people who find a channel from the Shorts feed will be redirected. The Live tab for active, scheduled or archived live content. And the Videos tab for long-form content. This update is rolling out now across all devices.
1: It was actually possible to separate channel videos before the update, but only through filters which reset every time a user left the page. Not very useful. Now the introduction of dedicated tabs makes it easier for viewers to discover the kinds of content they're most interested in when exploring your channel. It reminds me a little bit of when IGTV got introduced on a separate tab, but let's never ever speak about that feature again. This update also means viewers won't see repetitive content. So good news if you regularly upload shorts as clips or teasers for your long form videos.
0: OK, so I did say at the beginning of the episode, and um, I'll say it again now on the Elon Musk Twitter situation. It's a developing story. Um, things are changing so quickly. So anything we say, um, take it with a pinch of salt. But early reactions, I mean, obviously, I think like many people um, were just not not very happy to see the like mass exodus of staff, like all those layoffs mm. It's alarm bells. And I think there's a really important context here, which is in the way that like the, the stocks work, if Twitter isn't making money, then Tesla is also um, losing money. So if Twitter stocks are down, so are Tesla's. Mm. Uh, but Twitter has never really been profitable ever. So um, that's why Elon is just on an absolute mission to cut costs and up subscriptions and he's trying to make it uh, as profitable as it can be. He's already had to sell about $4 billion worth of Tesla shares. You know, mm. to stop this being such a problem. Yeah. So, so context that. I think one thing that also hasn't been touched on very much in the coverage. has been a lot of focus on uh, advertising, but obviously he's kind of focused on um, the US market. Mm-hmm. But over here in the, yeah, uh, I was going to say over here in the EU. Sad times. We're not in the EU <laughs> anymore. But in the EU, on this side of um, the, pond. the pond, yeah. Basically, there are new online safety regulations that he's going to have to follow that he's not going to want to follow um, because he's already ignoring like a lot of policies in place at Twitter. It's called the Digital Services Act. It comes into effect on the 16th of November. So at the time of recording, um, six days time, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be in two days time. That's going to put a stop on a lot of his big plans.
1: Yeah. For what it's worth, I do like Elon. I like the way he conducts his business in terms of how bold he is, uh, how revolutionary he is. Bold
0: and stupid.
1: But, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you know, boldness in this day and you know, age does come with a few... Uh...
0: Boldness doesn't mean business leader.
1: No, I but know. look, I'm not a, mass, a massive fanboy, but I do like, you know, the way he, he builds his companies, etc. Um, do sympathize with both sides on the jobs losses, I think, in terms of, you know, obviously, he needed to cut the jobs. He's, he made a good business What's decision the there. What's the
0: excuse for canning the entire accessibility well, team?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the question would be, how do you actually go about that ethically? Would you just sit down with everyone? Or? Well, it, I know what, better, what he did, There's definitely better ways to do, What he course. did,
0: I know he's trying to cut costs, but what he actually did is uh, breaking California law. Mm. Um, so he's liable and open for a hell of a lot of uh, mm. fines for lawsuits now.
1: Well, let's step away from Elon and have a look at Twitter. So just today, again, on the time of recording this morning, there was a bit of controversy around the new blue tick that you pay for uh so someone has created george bush they've got verified right so they've got verified and paid for their blue tick and then changed their name to george bush and then their pal or someone else has then changed their name to tony blair and got verified and they're talking about all sorts of terrorist attacks and i like killing x y and z Obviously, is ridiculous. that why
0: he made it so you now can't change your name if you're verified? Because there's so many people that, who are like, I can't change my Halloween name back. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> This is that will need to be addressed because of mm. these things. You could change your name to anything and act as if you were Tony Blair and George Bush and, and all of a sudden you're a verified account on a screenshot. You can't see if you paid for it, whether you're official on a screenshot it's uh. a Bluetooth. Granted, you could Photoshop it either way. Not good. Uh, the UX. So yesterday, again, just aware of timelines here. Um, the grey tick got rolled out. The grey official. So we then had a blue tick and, and the grey official, tick. and everyone was like, "One of them means you're real. The other one
0: means um, they've actually paid so for what, this." So the worst,
1: the worst thing is if you don't have a grey and you had a blue.
0: It's embarrassing.
1: You, you're an ego. Yeah. You're pushing the ego because you're just paying for that. Um, Anyway, it's just a mess. As you can tell, we're very scatty talking about much Listeners, really imagine that Twitter, don't feel HQ. the need to
0: keep your blue tick. What does it add, really? Um, does it, does don't it, worry too much about your adverts because he's not canning them. I would say,
1: Eve, it does put smaller businesses at a bit of a conundrum. Um, do you, you know, if you're, you could be anything, you know, selling soap, for example, but you're a small or an SME.
0: Honestly, if you're selling soap, you, use Pinterest instead of Twitter.
1: Okay, maybe not a great example, but you know what I mean, an SME. <laughs> do you pay for the blue tick because it makes you look bigger or do you just suck it off?
0: We have to weigh and, up weigh up the value. Uh, I actually but think it's. there is a decision
1: to be made. I, suppose, I actually I think. think
0: it's more consequential for big brands like Nike. I would say keep your blue tick because it's not going to be a dent in your profits at all. But Nike are more liable for copycat accounts. Small yeah. business, like unless, I mean, yeah. unless you, you're on the other side of some really rotten luck, I don't think anyone's going to try and impersonate. I know it helps with legitimacy, etc. But you have to weigh up the benefits of um, that legitimacy versus like their like cost or, or what have you or even if you want to I mean there's a lot of ethical concerns now for a lot of brands whether you know they want to give money to this platform whether it's through their advertising um, or subscriptions or paying for the blue tick or anything like that they might just want to benefit from the bits that don't cost money Cost money right now Um, there's always Instagram you can be verified mm. there um, that's still a thing so if that's important to you
1: yeah talking about you can see producer Mike tapping his wrist I think we're uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Yeah, We've we can write about this say, all day. And yeah. like I said, it's a developing story, so we will keep you updated let's move um, on to, as it progresses. Let's
1: move on to uh, Meta across the pond from Twitter. Um, There's a lot of pond talk today. What's happening at Meta, Eve?
0: they are obsessed with the nfts <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are just so hellbent on on making um, on making this happen and they want creators to do it and
1: I do, obviously i mean they've turned the whole business into yeah, so a metaverse they matter, have, to. To, they have to, to but i do appreciate them they're literally driving through you know, when you see those cars uh, in torrential floods that just keep going and going until they oh, start floating. Yeah, like floating. That,
0: that, that one road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: kind of feels like that. They can see the, the the flood in front of them, but they're just kind of trying to go through they're it. they just which like are, absolutely slam, I slam. I can't rate road. that. I, rate, I mean, <laughs> it's not my business if, you know, they lose I mean, yeah, my, I'm they're not too bothered if Meta, you know,
0: they are all in. goes in you know,
1: all in or not. But it's interesting. It, it, it's definitely facilitating that move. And as I mentioned, you know, it's, it's very messy. I think we've talked about this a lot in terms of the early stage adoption, especially Web3. It's very messy. It's not quite got the infrastructure yet there yet. And if Meta can almost like fix all the roadblocks. And I just
0: think it's nice, still so niche. Like for people motorway, who are into lovely. it, like they're, they're giving you like all the tools and updates that are probably going to make you very happy. Mm. I'm really not that into it. And unless I sort of have to, from a work perspective, I don't see myself getting into it. Like the names of these different wallets, so the Solana blockchain and the Phantom wallet that they're adding as part of this update, mm. I saw your eyebrows raised, but that means nothing to me. Yeah, I also think going via fun. creators, as with any product they want to get like mass popularity on, doesn't always work. By the way, failed with IGTV. We've mentioned it there, failed there. I've told so it you doesn't not always mention work, again, but Eve. it is the best bet that they have right now to get more people in. Um, the the crux of that is really going to be how easy and understandable and enjoyable and beneficial it is for the creators themselves because they're not going to put all this work in uh, and invest, I don't know, time and resource into something that if it's hard for them, they're not going to sort of be on board with helping Meta get more normal users in, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Eve, we've got a massive
0: episode coming up next week, haven't we? Yes, we are speaking to Vicky Ross who has worked on Copy, TOV and branding for like Sky, Nandos, Harvey Nicks, ITV, Sony. The list goes on. Um, I was obviously in my elements. Cal was displaying a lot of patience with that. Uh, but it is definitely one to look forward to. So make sure you tune in.